0: everybody to star chase essential a podcast about charles hamilton music moments and everything in between uh i'm Sig braxton y'all
1: know who the fuck i am my name is mike d jackson
0: yeah okay (laughs) Um, how are you doing i'm good man uh how you feeling man uh i'm okay man uh it's been a long last few days for me but um i'm I'm on the other side of it i feel like so i'm okay that's what's
1: most important uh, I know my last week wasn't the greatest, but it's more just because of the snow. And mm. I I don't understand it. I guess I do. You know, when we were kids, oh, man, snow is great. I think when I turned like 17, I had to realize, oh, I got to drive in this shit for mm. the rest of my life now. Never been a fan since. So uh, fuck the snow. Even if it's not snowing now when this gets posted, fuck the snow. So
0: Yeah, yeah. Snow, snow, snow became a hindrance when you realize like it really doesn't get you out of work all the time. Like in school it was like, oh, a dust in the snow, you out of school, whatever, or two hour delay at the most. Now it's just like, yeah, nah, just get in here. You know, come come to work. I'm like, oh, then this is this is pointless. This is dumb. Yeah, especially my job where um,
1: it literally has to be not even state of emergency part one, like 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 state of emergency two to three, where literally like everybody's closed. Otherwise, they're like you guys could still you guys could still make it it's like no we can't I think one time I think it was like two years ago or something like that I couldn't leave my I couldn't leave my house literally I think it was like 70 people 70 people at my job couldn't make it and everybody was about to get uh written up for it but they're like you know what that's a lot of people we can't write up 70 people okay everybody's not
0: getting written up fine I guess we'll whatever it's like all right okay The fact that that's the reason, not because, like, because that's dumb. It's like, oh, yeah, you all getting rinned up. But, like, fam, that's what? <laughs> we can't make it. No,
1: we cannot make it. And I got, like, a small car. So it's one of those things where, like, I tried to. And I'm like, they, they didn't come to my house, like, the uh, plows and whatnot. They didn't go to my house till, like, 6 p.m. So it's like,
0: I wasn't going anywhere. Sorry, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely def- snow. Snow's bad. Snow is not good. Um, Really quick, shameless plug. Uh, last week was also the first year anniversary of this, which is I don't know if you can see it. It's uh my last book, which was Easy Come Easy Go. Uh, it's a ode to Cowboy Bebop. A bunch of rhymes in there. Uh, a rapper once said that I don't write rhymes, I write checks. Uh, but he writes checks for bad things, and um, <laughs> I actually just write rhymes. So, um, yeah, go get that if you ever like Cowboy Bebop, if you like poetry and stuff like that, or raps and rhymes. Go get that man. Uh, it's on Amazon, so
1: yes, sir. Check it out. Raps, rhymes, Cowboy
0: Bebop. Uh, no Diddy shit. No Diddy. Yeah, shit no, no, at all. No. 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 Far. Far from that. I. I'm a good boy, not a bad boy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we are here, man. Uh, I mentioned it. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it on an episode, but I did mention it to you. Um, probably earlier this month. I wanted to kind of have like a schedule or like a type of. It's a loose schedule, but like every month I want to kind of do like a uh, a theme or like a special, like every episode, at least one of them. Right. Um, you were gracious enough to be able to provide us with our first one, which was a winter, a uh, winter uh, special today. Um, so we kind of we're kind of reviewing a winter, quote unquote, um, tape. And we're actually doing two. Uh, it's the Winter Rush series, man. Winter Rush one and Winter Rush two. What is the full title of the second one? Uh, let me check while you're looking that up
1: because I was just going to call it Winter Rush 2. I was hey, kept... no, it's it's like, <laughs> Electric... sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, Anytime it... you say something to you, have to say Electric Bugle. It's just, it's you have to do it. I got you. Sorry. Winter Rush 2, the London
0: Underground. That's right. Okay. There we go. Uh, yeah. So what do you have on these tapes? Anything? Any any notes? Uh, little, a few
1: notes. So Winter Rush 1 apparently it was recorded in 2013 but when you look it up on youtube um everything's from 2015 so it's one of those tapes where i'm starting to realize a lot of charles tapes they were recorded at a certain point but for whatever reason just didn't come out within that year so guess it came out in 2015 charles probably felt like okay you guys might be more suited to listen to it now Mm -hmm. at this point in time but still still uh I feel like it sounds within that realm. Like it's not like too far removed from 2013 to 2015. So still within his sound of that time. And then with Winter Rush 2, the London Underground, I feel like that one, I'm not sure if that one was recorded within that same time period too or not. I want to say a little bit, maybe a little bit after, maybe like 2014, 2015, Mm -hmm. it was posted in 2019, but it definitely sounds like within the time period of Charles being signed to turn first slash republic or a little bit after but somewhere within that time period
0: here's the thing do you remember listening to either of these
1: tapes i know i didn't listen to winter rush 2 winter rush one apparently i did listen to i'm not sure when it got listened to but you know when you go on youtube and then like you actually look at a playlist or something like that you'll see the video and it'll have that red bar that's all the way at the end and i was like so i did listen to this at some point i'm like i just can't remember and with me, you know, the question you normally ask, okay, how do you feel about this tape? You know, when you first listen to it. The thing is this, at least with the first one, I could say I definitely heard it. And I don't want to say, oh, it's a bad thing. It's just maybe at that time it wasn't memorable. But at the same time, give me some uh give me some props because Charles comes out with so much music, it's like, okay, well, there's this, there's that, there's this, there's that. So I'll say, I must have I must have liked it at least, but I, it's just not as memorable as I thought. At the same time, it was 2015. We're in 2024 now, so nine years ago. Hey, man,
0: I don't know what to tell you. Uh, do you remember anything from the tapes, though? I remember one song, and that's that's the crazy part. Is I looked at when I was looking at the the, the track list, I was like, oh snap, look what it is. And I got excited. I was like, oh, this is like a really good song. I forgot about it. I I never I couldn't remember where it was. As far as more projects, but I remember liking the song. I was like, oh, Okay, cool, playlist that. And then we decided we going to do the tape. I was like, I don't remember any of this for some reason. And it was so weird. Um, so this was this was a great listen for me because again, it's it's relatively new, both tapes, honestly. Um, so yeah, this this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, and also a reason why we ha- had created this podcast, because not only for the other Star Chasers to listen to projects they haven't heard or recover, it's for us, too. Because apparently we're listening to stuff and then not remembering where it's coming from.
0: Uh, well, let's do what we normally do. Uh, what are your best three tracks or your favorite tracks uh, from the first Winter Rush, man? All right.
1: Best three tracks. Now, for you guys to know, Winter Winter Rush 1. This is going to be a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah, Winter yeah. Rush 1. All right. With the first tape, there's about nine songs on there mm-hmm. compared to the second tape, which has, which has a bunch more. So with the first tape, I'll say one of my first favorite songs is the first one, uh, Ain't Got a Chance. With Ain't Got a Chance, when I hear the song, as soon as it comes in, it has like this fun, funky disco type of beat. Mm-hmm. And we all know how Charles feels about funk and disco type S beats. You know, it has like a fun vibe to it. It's like a good vibe to it. Like I think about just like some type of commercial, you know, some type of commercial or something you hear in the um, supermarket. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, what's it called? Drake got called up uh for that recently. Cause oh, uh, yeah, He yeah. was like, Oh man, he has that supermarket music. This in a good way. I feel like I'd be like, have like a, a little bounce to it. Oh man, I gotta get, gotta get some uh, cauliflower. Where's cauliflower at?
0: No, but um, really, really fun. Find out cauliflower out of the thin air is crazy. <laughs> like, like, you could have picked anything else. You could have picked cereal.
1: You could have picked anything. You went with cauliflower, bro. Listen, go, go on after this, go on YouTube, type up uh, cauliflower type beat, see what pops up. I bet you something like this is going to pop up. Probably not. I'm I'm lying out my ass, but no, it's a, it's a fire beat. I like the song. And cauliflower is good for you, man. Stop it eating cauliflower.
0: Good. It's delicious. Yeah,
1: I know it's not white broccoli, but you know.
0: Yeah, you know who it is, boy. White broccoli.
1: Bro- hey yo, yeah. so ain't got a chance. Really good song, fun, dancy song. I like it. Crawling up the sky and falling to the sun, they
0: keep crawling
1: up the sky and falling to the sun, but they. Ain't
0: got a, they got
1: a next i would say uh not a surf uh yeah. I-, I know how you feel about we talked about it on a previous episode of um that hasn't come out certain yet. samples yeah uh certain samples or whatever uh, but I feel like with this one, even if you didn't like it, I feel like it's a great flip that he did. Great flip, great uh, beat choice, great verses. And we all know that a lot of these songs, Charles is freestyling or whatever. This is one of those songs I feel like he does a great job of freestyling the whole way through and just keeping a flow, keeping the cadence, and just like he bodies the track. Um, and he's talking about uh, not enough. And one of the things I like in the last verse, he says, Sometimes it's not enough to just make the beat and rap on it. Sometimes it's not enough to be on your own dick, as he says. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can relate to that so much because when you're great at your job or whatever you're doing, sometimes it's still not enough. You still have to do more and put more and more effort and more effort. Uh, kind of like a mamba mentality type of thing. Like you have oh, yeah. to do more and more and more. But great song. Uh, last song, I'll say. You know what? This third song. I'll leave for you. Technically, it'd be the same thing, but I'm not gonna pick it. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll choose another one. Uh, "Cows in Russia." Okay, yeah, "Cows in Russia." I really like that. Uh, that has like a, it sounds like a '80s type of dance club vibe type of sample beat. You know, uh, really hype song. I like the hook. Now you see me, now you don't. Now you see me, now you don't. John Cena could have uh, he could relate to that. So the remix has really him on there. um it's a really good song i I vibe with that song um i would say those are my my top three i'm really trying to not pick something that you would pick as well because the one song that is on here um that's definitely one of my
0: favorites period but i'll leave that for you to talk about yeah i yeah we both had that same one i feel like that that's we probably agree is probably the best song on the tape okay um but we'll get to that in, in due time. So here's what I think about this tape overall. Just like kind of to get into my picks. First of all, I like every song, in a way, right? So I I think like if it's like on a ten point scale of each song, each song is at minimum of five, right? Yeah. I think the, I think the first two songs. I know you say you like ain't got a chance. I do like the song. I think it's like a slow build, because like it comes. The, the way the song comes on it's like you're right it just comes like real fun i'm like oh i wasn't expecting to to groove like right away right like i wasn't usually that's like a a second or third song on a charles state typically um typically not always but typically um so i was like okay this is kind of jarring to just start off with the groove and then you get the switch with as if which is kind of a not a darker take, but like a, a slower a slowed down version. So it's like you've already gone to two different extremes. Um, but once it gets to cows and Russia, I feel like that's when the the tape really takes off. It's like you know, how, like the triple jump happens, and it's those first two, the first two steps. is like, all right, yeah, I get it, but that third oh, yeah. one, you taking off, like it's you're launching. Um, oh, yeah. So to start off, oh, let's just agree. Not a, not a surf is is great. I I think that's maybe my. Mm. Mm. it's it's in my top top three it's probably it's it's in my third Um, but it's such a I know we had talked about it previously and it was just hip-hop's obsession with using uh, they were using quote-unquote either Middle Eastern type of sounds is is what we're gonna say Um, and sometimes it felt forced but this one was perfect because he also kind of like talks to the fact that the beats that's happening in the background of the beat and I like that. It's like he's connecting the verse with the beat itself. And I I really like the way he he did that and he attacked all three verses amazing. And yeah, not enough, man. The name is crazy. Okay. Oh, oh no. The name is crazy. I put that in my notes. I said that's a crazy name. The name is nuts. We need to Charles, we need to know uh why why, right. why, why, why I, I definitely need explanation for this But White Emmett Till is Fire My glory day is never waiting It's forever impatient I was the black victim of segregation
1: In a black school Mad rules and mad cats who didn't follow them Acting like goblins I acknowledge them as gods then But they ain't watching me now Cause they either six feet deeper Banging on the ground Stomping as loud as they can So they can get their CO Now that's
0: a boost to my ego It's such a fire song, dog. Oh my god, that beat, the first, the hook, everything about this song is amazing. Except for the name. I need an explanation. That way, I can. I'm just gonna call it wet from now on. Just, just wet. Pause. But like, all
1: right, (laughs) I'm not. I'm not gonna call it that. I will. I refuse.
0: Right. Okay. Uh, uh, uh,
1: I, a, I, I'll call it Till. We
0: can just call it Till. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a dope record though. I, I really I really like this song. Um it's a great outro. Like when I think of outros, this might be one of my favorite ever. Okay. Which I, you know, like for a tape that I wasn't anticipating. I got not low expectations, but like I didn't know what where to set my expectations with this tape. Um so to come away with like one of my favorite outros, that's nuts. Actually, that's actually bananas. Um, but of course, our our the best song, our favorite song, when here is "Paranoid Schizophrenia." Period. Like I, there's not a bad thing you can say about this song. Nope. Like I don't even know how to really talk about the song because there's there's nothing to critique, right? And there's. There is a point that we can bring up. So Charles was on a live recently, right? And yeah. we kind of touched on the, on our last episode, on the episode on Hypergolf, and it was about how people... There's, there, it's okay to like a certain era. Like, if you like, oh, I like the 08 to 2000, or the interscope era, Paul, the, you know, if you want to call it that or whatever, right? Or I like the, you know, the 20 Hamilton era, right? All those things are fine. That that's that's perfectly fine. But when you go to him and like you're in his live or you're you're chatting with him, and one of the first things you say to him is, "Yo, you should go back to doing that." It's like, bro, what does that even mean? You know what I'm saying? I I get it. I understand. I, there's a difference in. If you're a listener and you had something in your mind that you that you're like, oh, I like the way he sounds like this. I get that. I, I I totally understand that. But you can't go to somebody and be like, hey, the stuff you're putting out now, that's cool, but go back to doing this. You know, you're an artist. Like we're artists. Like how do you feel about that? I know you. I know you. We talked about it before, but like, yeah, you know, just kind of expound on that. So so reminder,
1: guys. So especially with me and Stick, we've been listening to Charles since two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So it's been fifteen years. You know, plus counting. And it just sounds wild for you to say that to somebody, regardless of how big they've gotten in the game or not. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a perfect example. One of the things that I used to do, I want to say between 2010, 2012 and whatnot, when you could do it, you could rap on any, anyone's beat. I do like free freestyle, free verses, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. One that got really popular for, for me and my friends was uh, me doing the Rack City remix, right? Because mm-hmm. you know what Tiger says on there, uh, Mike Mike Jackson, nigga, yeah, I'm bad. So like, I put that in there, and people are like, oh snap, because you said your name in the, yeah, you get it, you know. Right. So here's the crazy part, right? So after that, let's say 2015, 2017, 2019, 2022, some people say, yo, remember that rap, uh, rap city, uh, remix you did, Mike Mike Jackson, yeah, yeah, in like 2012 when the mm-hmm. song came out, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I came out with like a lot more songs after that, because mm-hmm. literally that's you telling me at least from my standpoint, okay, you have literally not clicked on anything else and listened to it. Because you can't tell me that, especially with me, uh, I haven't done a dramatic, dramatic change in sound like Charles has, but it's like you have literally not gone to my YouTube or SoundCloud and clicked on anything else and listened to it. Because you can't tell me that's the only good song I made since 2012. Mm-hmm. So with Charles, I get there's certain sounds, there's certain ways that he's produced, certain ways he's recorded you might not like. But regardless, it's been, like, 15 years. It's been 10-plus years. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Come on, y'all. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's fine, you know? But just to... And also, some of y'all are repeat offenders of this. You've been doing this since mm-hmm. 2010. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But get over
0: it, man. Get over it. Damn. Yeah, and it's just, like... It's it's not an effort thing, right? Like, you, like I know... One of the comments was talking about like his effort or whatever it may, you know. And it's like, you can't tell somebody that it's effort. It's just, it's a different, it's a different sound. It's a different style. You can't expect an artist to maintain the same, the same style for years because, or the same whatever for years, right? Because like if we're looking at somebody like Eminem, right? Eminem hit, hit a plateau, right? Where he was like, First, I, we'll say first four albums, four four or five albums, yeah, dr- dramatically good music, right? Then he gets what is it? Relapse, and then recovery, relapse first, right? Yeah, yeah, relapse then recovery, and it feels like ever since then, he's 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 maintained a very similar style, and I d- I don't know if people like that or not, but it's like there has to be some type of of variety, right? There has to be some type of uh advancement, some growth, some some Yeah, just some diversity in like in like your music, right? Yeah. And the the, the problem is
1: too, especially with someone like Eminem, right? So I remember people it wasn't even about like a growth or diversity that they wanted in the music. They wanted him to go back to what he sounded like. And it was more of, hey, um go back to rapping about drugs and, and the uh violent and all the I won't say the extra stuff. But you know, if y'all heard hey. Eminem's music
0: talk about, about your
1: game. mom again like yo yeah. no. yeah, go, go talk about uh your, your wife or ex-wife about how you put her in the trunk and then blah, blah 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 you know it's like really that's that's all y'all like that's literally all y'all like so in a situation like that it's it reminds me of that um uh, something that happened this weekend i don't know what it was but i was on a like a old school like drake kick like um uh, and I'm talking about not the first album, I'm talking about Room for Improvement, the Comeback back, stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, stuff like that. And I was listening to it, I'm like, oh, man. At the same time, though, Drake was like 18, 19, maybe 20. I mean, it's 36 now. You're, you're expecting him to still rap like how he used to? Because, you know, a lot of people talk about his style. He used to copy off of uh, Pusha T and uh, Little Brother. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Bro, he's not going to rap like that anymore. Like, he's not in a point in, in his life where he's a teenager. You know, so he has no reason to rap about Oh, yeah, I'm trying to be the the prince of the rap game he's not the prince of the rap game anymore. He's a lot uh larger figure in in hip hop now, so he's not gonna be rapping like how he used to like that's just something we all gotta accept and and get over if you can't okay, just go back and listen to the old music and stay stay in uh two thousand and six stay in two thousand and eight you know you you can you can stay comfortably in that era without uh going back into twenty
0: twenty four yeah, man. But trying to connect it to the paranoid schizophrenia is the other part of that of that live was just that Charles had made the mention that a lot of the songs that we like hurt him the most, right? Or like it hurt him to record the most and stuff like that, or vice versa. The songs that y'all might not like, I might have put the most, you know, energy or like effort or whatever how you want to say into those, right? And it's, it when he says stuff like that, it kind of makes me it make me feel hmm, I feel conflicted, right? Because I like Paranoid Schizophrenia. But like the name of the song and then like, you know, just his his overall, you know, his past and stuff and just the stuff he's saying in the song. It makes you feel conflicted. Like, I really like this song, but sh- not should I, but like it makes you think about what he was going through as he recorded the song. Because again, it, we, I feel like the best songs are based off people's like heartbreak or pain. Like that's Cause you can feel the emotion in the song And it It doubly works better when you have Similar thoughts It's like you know in the song he goes It was all in my mind Walk like around the streets feeling like people hating
1: me It was all in my mind Feeling like a beast so No bitches dating me It was all in my mind Think about what you gotta say to me It was all in my mind
0: I feel like everybody's at least felt that at least once like you walk Definitely. in a room and you're like oh everyone here just does not like me right or right, somebody right. saying something about me so like you can you can connect with that type of lyric or that type of vibe or whatever but it's like his version of it might be something totally different or something way worse than what we're thinking so it's kind of conflicted when i really like start singing and rapping all the lyrics i'm like oh i wonder what he was going through at the time you know I I try not to
1: we talked about it before with the pink lava Lamb. same thing there's songs on there that really hurt him to make but you know that was him getting his emotions out and that's what I connect to the most that's probably why you know I like Charles as an artist the most because of those emotions because Mm -hmm. I I could relate to it I could I felt a certain way similar you know and that's why I like it so much like I said there's a deep song the the hook's catchy and whatnot and who can't relate to it you know like if you can't relate to it you know maybe good for you technically because at the same time if you're not going through like pain drama stress whatever oh that's a that's actually a good thing you know but for the rest of us you know living in the real world it's like hey man that's why it connects with me the most it's not like i like it because i like to see him in pain or i like to see him be upset it's like no because i I felt the same way a, a time or two that's how i felt
0: yeah but yeah, uh, like I said, great song, a uh, 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 damn near flawless song, honestly. Um, like that beat's crazy. The like I said, the bursts are great, hooks amazing. Yeah, I just I can't I can't say enough about that song, honestly. So, um, is there a song here? Like I said, it's a it's a non-tape song, which those are dangerous because like if you start getting too many misses, then it's like you know it kind of it messes with the the overall rating or the overall value of the tape. Uh, yeah. But I think he does a great job on his tape, but if you had to maybe remove one, not saying that you would, but if you had to, uh, which one would you probably pull off? Uh, if I had to, you
1: know, if I had to talk about one, you know, critique wise, I would say as if. So the song's just okay. I'm cool with it. One of the things I noticed, because when I first listened to this tape, I had the earbuds in and whatnot. And I was at work, I think. And it's one thing that I noticed just, you know, recording my own music and whatnot, not being in a big studio. So if you guys don't know, when you're recording music, even if you're recording, like, just audio for, like, a pod- podcast, anything like that, mm-hmm. there's certain sounds that come up that you need to pay attention to. The S's, the the K, the SH, you know, because those will stick out more. And, you know, there's certain apps and whatnot that have de and whatnot that lower that sound. But it was... With the beat itself, not really Charles actually like recording with the beat. There's this one part where like the, the beat is like going like it's on the uh, S sound. It's, it's like that, whatever. In my earbuds, I'm like, man, this is this is harsh. Like, I like the beat, but it's just like, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. The next time I listened to it, I was in the car. I didn't hear it as much. So it's cool in the car. I didn't wasn't a big deal in the car. But that's the that's the one critique I could have, at least with that song. Where I'm like, ah, you know verses were cool. Everything was all right. It's just like with that sample, you, all, all I'll tell people is like, hey, if you are making music or anything like that, just be careful because if you're sampling certain things or whatever, if you have a clipping sound or anything like that, that could be like a hindrance, you know, you, you might want to just check that out, you know, just make sure you know what you're doing. And then this is not a song I want to remove or anything like that. But one thing I noticed, uh, Hotel Arizona, I really like that song. I like the song, like the sample. Um, the only thing I didn't like, like I said, on the hook, there were some parts where I guess it sounded like a little filter was on there. We mm-hmm. talked about it on uh, one of the previous projects. Sound sounded like there's like a certain filter on there where I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, I just, I'm like, that would have made that song like without it. And on certain parts, 10 times better. That probably would have cracked my top three. But because it wasn't, I'm like, ah, I got it. a little bit lower on the list. But I don't want to remove that song. Technically, I wouldn't really remove As If either. But like I said, that was more of my, my uh, critique about that. Uh, what about you?
0: Yeah, as if was my choice too. Um, whereas I do like the groovy nature of "Ain't Got a Chance." Again, as if isn't a bad song. It's just out of these nine, I would say it's probably it ranks the lower, lowest of the list for me. Um, your point about Hotel Arizona is spot on. Um, we always talk about how like if he has like a a kind of a rockish type of thing, the Sometimes the levels aren't as what's called. This one ain't even that wasn't even that bad, but I do understand what you're saying as far as like it sounded like there was a filter on there, almost like he was like kind of. It felt like a live performance, kinda over an over a instrumental, right? Yeah, in a sense, the hook part, maybe not necessarily the verses, but definitely the hook or whatever. Um, and I think I had Hotel Arizona probably fourth. Yeah, it was like right outside my top three for me. Um, yeah, but again, I wouldn't remove anything because I think this tape is is fine just the way it is. But if I had to, as if would probably be the choice for me as well to win a rush, too. Man, uh, same, same question, same question. Uh, what do you have for your favorite three here?
1: All right, favorite three here. Um, so I'll start with in the mix with uh, Shum. Raising crazy because in this situation I
0: ain't got the patience. How I love you, you might not understand
1: why I love you, you
0: might not
1: understand, but girl I love you. Please just understand. Since we separated,
0: I've been
1: separated. Mm. That would be one of my favorites. I I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about Christina. Mm -hmm. I think that was her her last name, or that's actually not her nickname. But shout out to her, I guess. Um really like that song. He has a uh it's a Vant sample, separated, you Mm -hmm. know, so anytime you can flip a song like that and how he flipped it is just like, man. Also, it's kind of weird that we listened to this tape this past weekend because on TikTok and then two other places, separated kept coming on. Like the regular song kept coming on Mm -hmm. and someone made a good point when I used to listen to the song of the kid I said like, oh this is a really great song it's not a love song at all that's not a love song that is he's, he's kind of glad they're being separated because my man said uh, if I never see you again I won't be mad at all <laughs> I will not be mad at all I, I will say this though so Charles's approach to it is you know when you are separated with someone it was more like a I won't say a bad breakup. It sounded like I, uh, you know, it's probably best if we do break up. But you know, we had such a great time together and whatnot. Mm. Felt more like that, so yeah. it, it felt a lot better compared to Avant in his situation. So hey, man, uh, shout, out to <laughs> um, shout out to Avant. Shout out to Avant, man. So yeah, man. yeah, hey, hey man, gotta give people their flowers, you know. So uh, another song I do like. So going from uh, one relationship to another, losing friends already. So this one's crazy because number one, the beats fire, uh, beats crazy. It had like a Dr. Dre sound to it. Like if mm. if I didn't know Charles sampled anything from it, I would have assumed okay, this might be like a Dr. Dre type of beat, something like that. Um, crazy concept and flow, and the whole song he's talking about uh, your bitch is my bitch because my bitch is your chick, and I'm like man. And then the, then the whole time he's talking about yeah, you know, and then he's freestyling this the whole time. And I'm like, man, cause your bitch is my bitch at the same time, but I got my chick over here, which is not your bitch, but that's my bitch. But your bitch is still my bitch. And I'm like, what? Yo, what? I kind of felt disrespected. I felt like he's talking to me like, yo, first of all, first of all, me? first of all, I don't even got a bitch. But here, yo, actually, let me put y'all on some game, right? Uh, I gotta say this. Anytime uh <laughs> Anytime uh one of my uh friends I'll I'll talk shit to him. Not not to anyone that actually has a girlfriend or a wife or whatever. I'll be like, yo, but uh your girl likes it. They'll be like, I don't have a girl. And then I always retort with you did until she met me.
0: There <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But literally, so now nah, that's a fire song. Crazy yeah. song, wild disrespectful, but you know, fire song. I, I can't hate on it. So definitely one of my favorites from the tape. And then uh Eden's crush would be my third. Okay. Uh, the reason why I'm saying Eden's Crush uh, has like an 80-dancy type of vibe to it, whatever. Just really dancey and whatnot. Good flow, good lyrics. Uh, Charles mentioned the song, uh, I've Had Enough of the Cold. Re-fucking-latable. This mm-hmm. is the best time for me to listen to this tape because I was like, bro, I'm tired of seeing this damn snow. I'm tired of being in the cold. When I go outside, when it's cold outside, I have a hoodie on, and then I put on my big jacket. I'm I'm, I'm ready for summer already. Well, let me say spring. Let me say spring first. I'm ready for spring. But very relatable song, especially for right now. Good song, though, overall. But like I'm like, this is very relatable. I'm tired of this cold. Tired of seeing it. Tired of feeling it. I had enough of it. Done with it. Well, uh, those are my top three. What about you, Stick? Uh, before we get into that, rank, rank the seasons. Rank the seasons. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, winter's last. Winter's last. Winter is last. Uh, Spring, summer,
0: fall, winter. Okay. So, initially, I also had summer second. As I get older, I'm like, yo, dog, it's too hot, bro. Like, global warming is kicking our ass. And I'm like, oh, this is what they were warning about. Got (laughs) it. (laughs) <laughs> Got it. My bad. Uh, now I feel bad about all that spraying shit I was doing. Anyway, um, I have fall second now. I know that's typically not our our season. I know that's typically girls who wear UGG boots, uh, North Face jackets, have blonde hair, go to candles, get Panera. Uh, you know what they look like. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's typically their holiday of their season. But I'm I'm about to take it. I'm about to take it from them bro, because. <laughs> it's it's like the perfect weather, bro. It's not like super like it doesn't get super hot, but it also doesn't get super cold. It's like the perfect temperature. Spring is great. Spring is my favorite just because that's you know, April. You know how you know how the Aries gang does. Um yeah. but it can get one too hot now the global warming has taken over, and two, it rains a lot. And so those two things kind of can be a hindrance, but with fall, it's just usually just Wind like small breeze, but like cool weather, so you can go out and do stuff and not have to wear a jacket. So, yeah, I, I, I feel you on
1: that. The only reason for me why I have summer over winter just because not winter, sorry. Well, yeah, summer is a- everything over winter, winter. everything, yeah, everything. Winter. Winter. No, uh, summer over fall, uh, I don't mind, like for example, like uh, you don't have to wear any big jacket, you can wear like a, a nice long sleeve, a little flannel, probably, you know, you might not it just depends on where you're at in fall, beginning of the fall, you might not. um i'll say for summer only reason why just because i know everyone's different but when i get to like spring when it's like spring warm warm outside where you don't have to wear pants again i'm wearing shorts i'm wearing shorts like though spring through summer i'm wearing shorts the whole time around unless it like rains and super cold or something then i'll wear sweatpants or something but i'm wearing shorts the whole time around literally that's why and just because i've been on this uh kick recently of you know us being older we used to wear it triple xl baggy stuff whatever now i'm at the point where i'm like okay i can actually wear like shorts regularly my size or whatever mm-hmm. and then uh love my brother to death uh he got on he got on my case because when i started wearing just like the regular shorts like uh above the knees and whatnot he was like yo what are you doing like guys aren't supposed to wear that and my brother was still in like 2006 like cool. i'm like like I get it, like you don't wear stuff like that, but like it's not weird, it's not gay. He's like, oh, well, yeah, it is. I'm like, bro, it, it, I promise you, it's not like most men now. Cause I had to tell him, I'm like, bro, you can't go to a store and buy shorts, uh, way past the knee anymore. The longest you're gonna get is at knee, and then you're gonna have to sag them. He's like, yeah. whoa. I, he's like, I don't have to do that. I'm like, yeah, you don't have to do that because you haven't bought clothes since like 2012, bro. Cause you just don't you don't buy new clothes. My brother was like. Like no no hating on him. He was like five six. He was like a shorter guy. So he literally like grew, and then that's it. He didn't have to, he yeah. didn't have to worry about buying clothes anymore. So I'm like, good for you, bro. But guess what? I like to wear these shorts, and the ladies love the legs. They try to rub on my legs. So stop hating on me, bro. You're you're married. I'm not. I'm trying to get some women to rub on my legs. You feel me? Sorry, I had to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> but long story short, um, I fuck with the shorts, and then uh falls falls pretty great. Falls gr- great. It's cool. Yeah.
0: Uh <laughs> my three. I have I have Blood on Blood on the Sephora. I really I really like that. I really like that song. Um Yeah, uh again on one of those one of those songs titles where I'm like, okay, where where are you taking me with this? But you know, it's just a it's just a good record. Um speaking of which, I really quick, now that I think about it, we had said that this might be during the turn first era. I think it might be right. Cause London underground now makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's where, you know what I'm saying? That, that kind of makes sense now. And like I told you before,
1: when Charles at the time was talking about, yeah, I was out in London I was doing this and that. And I'm like, no, you weren't. Stop lying. And then right. it, it turns out uh turn first happened. And I'm like, Oh, so he was in London London for real. Like, so that's the only reason why I'm thinking that, but at the same time, uh, there's not many notes on this project. So Charles, if you are watching this episode, uh, let us know, you know, around the time this was recorded and also why it was called London Underground. I'm assuming because it was around that time of turn first and maybe right before you got signed to a Republic, you know,
0: but who knows? Yeah, possible. Uh, which first was post prenup. Uh, whenever he puts prenup in a, in a title, it's usually pretty good. Uh, <laughs> and this is no exception. I like the beat on here. I like the hooks on here. Um, Post prenup. You know, you know who could have used that? Jeezy Jeezy. And uh, what's her name? What's her name?
1: Um, Jenny Bay? She, she, she's called, she's called lame as hell because how are you going to say, all right, uh, judge, I know I signed the prenup, but I didn't really read it. I didn't know what I was signing.
0: So uh, can we just throw that out? That's what her name is. Lame as hell. <laughs> what if that works out though? What if he's what if like, yeah, you know what? You're right. It's like, but no no gotta, if you sign something that's it bro
1: yeah no no that, that better not man the world's getting flipped upside down bro Kanye has to make a new uh a new uh gold digger part two has to
0: when will we get it never in 2028 <laughs> maybe uh people are so foolish believing in any Kanye West release date stop believing him like, stop, don't listen to this Renee really State. Just be surprised one day that it's on there. That that's all I can tell you. Because you just keep setting yourself up for failure and disappointment. It's it's like uh the Loch Ness Monster and
1: Sasquatch.
0: Not yeah. real. Nah. Yeah. Or like a good J Lo album. Uh oh, oh, Bombs oh, oh. Away.
1: God. Bombs,
0: <clears throat> excuse me. Bomb Bombs Away is also a, a good song. And it's another flip of um Charlie uh the Charlie Child Factor song. Your well, we, imagination. Yes, um, and you know how I've said before, like if if there's a if there's uh two samples that he's done or a sample that he's done and it's multiple songs, I usually compare it to the other one. Um, this is kind of comparable. I I would still I still like Pure Imagination uh from the original, but this is actually a really good record. I really like this one, and I like the chops on it too. The chops on it makes it makes this record. Like, it takes it up to another level for me.
1: I do know, I do like how he flipped it differently from pure imagination. So that's one of the things that's, like, really cool. Honestly, Charles inspired me to do that because I felt like with sampling songs, I'm like, okay, I sampled this once, now I'm going to touch it again. And I've seen Charles flip samples, like, three, four times. I'm like, you know what? Let me see if I could do that, you know? So uh, one thing I do know on the song, (laughs) he said uh, he grind on her ass with a maxi pad. I I could be getting the, the lyrics wrong. But I know he's talking about you know if he's dancing on a girl and whatnot, he'd be dancing on her if she had a maxi pad. it Doesn't matter, still be grinding on it, you know. Uh, Bombs away. I feel like, at least in that verse, he's talking about you know, you know when you meet up with a chick and then you know you're trying to, try to talk to her and try to get her into some uh, peculiar uh, positions. Uh-huh. I'll say. Yeah. Um, you see, you see if she's uh, willing to go along with it. If she is, you know, hey man, you you made it to the WrestleMania. Pointing at the sign, congratulations. Uh, other than that, uh, I think the only thing I, I could say, bombs away. I think about like football. So when you're throwing a hail mary, you're just mm-hmm. you you're just doing a hail mary, wishing for the best. And if she's if she's interested or whoever is like, you know what, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do it. It's like, ooh, you know, yeah. What, what, Yolo. What What do you have to lose? You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anything here that you would remove? Uh, thirteen tracks. Um, and then you were I I I know, mm. I know two of mine. Okay, so, um,
1: the first one I'm if you about Vatican Wonders, I feel oh, like it's all, intro. okay. Okay, I feel like it's alright song beats okay the hooks like eh you know it's one of those things where when I compare the first tape to the second one, first tape I really like the intro. This intro I'm like. Mm-hmm. It's okay. So I'm, like, I'm not really, not really vibing with it. Compared to let's say Blood on the uh, Sephora floor, mm-hmm. uh, I like that one a lot more. So it's one of those things where like I, uh, I'm really not vibing with the first song compared to the second one. So it's like I probably would choose that one. Um, if I'm going through the, maybe the Antihero, it's a dope beat. Uh, I like the flow and whatnot, but like. I don't know if it's another thing with, with a filter or something like that Charles put on it, but the lyrics sounded like a little muddle, like a little, you know, something was was done to it. And I know Charles has said this before, where sometimes when he's mixing songs, not every song, but some, sometimes like uh Windows Media Player, like one of the things he did on that song was he mixed it to sound like a bad wave file on purpose. He did that on purpose because it's an uh, an artistic thing, because mm-hmm. you know, back then sounds weren't really that great you know but that's the the vision and whatnot so i don't know Mm -hmm. if he's going for something kind of similar like that with the with the lyrics and the vocals being a little muddled and having a little filter on there but i wasn't really a a great fan of that i did like the rest of the song though like i said i like the hook like the beat and whatnot um anything else um maybe farewell jimmy that song is a it's a cool song my thing I've noticed recently in some of these projects we've heard, Charles has mentioned uh, Jimmy Iovine a lot. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where he's always had good things to say about Jimmy. So I'm assuming he just had like a really... He really valued his friendship or his uh, you know relationship, mentorship with Jimmy a mm-hmm. lot. It's not a bad song. It's just one of the songs where I'm like, I've heard him do better songs where he's mentioning Jimmy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing, not that I want to remove it, but... We talk about questionable names. Uh The last song on here, Ahmed Johnson, Cardiac. Because with me, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Ahmed Johnson still still around and whatnot. I don't know if he had like a cardiac arrest or anything like that. But I think that's an interesting name. I just wanted to bring that up. One thing I did like, though, on the song, we talked about him freestyling songs. So within the first four bars, I'm assuming he had a cigarette in his hand. He was smoking it. And he dropped it because he mentioned something about it. Like, oh, I dropped this and I got to pick it up. and then. There's like a bunch of space on like the fifth bar or something like that. And he comes back up and freestyles or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I can vision him doing that. I'm like, that's cool. Because that's one of those things where we talked about, let's say when Charles has like a, a raspy voice or he needs to clear his throat or something like that. It's like, he'll do that in the verse. And sometimes sonically doesn't sound great. Something like this was okay. Mm-hmm. Something like this was okay to do. Um, I wouldn't do anything with that song though. I'm like, that song's cool, but interesting name though. But between the other three, I said uh, the uh, anti-hero Vatican wonders and maybe farewell, Jimmy. Those are like the three. I'm like, eh. they're, they're the ones I'm feeling the least.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm at Jancy Cardiac is one of mine. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the beat or what. I just I didn't feel like a connection to it as I was listening to it. It's kind of like it's, it's weird because like. Again, last last Winter Rush had like one of my favorite outros. And this outro is just like if I compare it or just in general, I'm just like, ah, eh, it's kind of a uh not kind of a sour way to end the tape, but like it's like uh I would have ended it somewhere else, right? Uh similar to how you say I probably would have opened up this tape with Blood on Sephora because I think that's a great and in- that would be a great intro. Um I agree with Farewell Jimmy. I don't know if I like the way it was mixed I think it just sounds kind of muddled to me maybe there was one of these songs where I I was listening on my headphones and I was like I can't hear anything and I can't remember which one it was but I was like yo I can't I, I don't hear anything and that that really was disappointing but I think I listened to it on either a speaker or or just through my phone and it was fine I could hear better but I don't know um, but yeah, Farewell Jimmy is also another one. Um, ah, Dilla Stan, man. I'm yeah. okay with Dilla Stan.
1: Uh, the, the, the hook, I know part, part of the hook, you know,
0: that might be what you're talking about, but. I just, I don't know. I just, it, you know, it's wrong. It comes out there in the mix with Shun. I think that might be a problem. Okay. He's like, I'm like, again, that's like my favorite song the Triton, And you follow that up. I'm like, Well kind of like a quality as far as me as far as like how much i like it kind of dips like too far so i'm like eh. if, if you go in the mix with shoom next to anti-hero i think it sounds maybe a little bit better so maybe that's why i remove it just from a uh from a track listening standpoint okay but yeah um other yeah, than that I, yeah
1: for me for Dylan stan i wrote on here uh great beat crazy flow so like i said. I was, I was rocking with the flow and I like the beat to it, you know what I mean? But I do know he was talking about uh, wherever you go, I'll follow you. And like, I'm not sure if that's to, to Dilla and whatnot, but mm-hmm. obviously we know how much he cares about Dilla and how much he tries to give Dilla his flowers and show mm-hmm. him love and whatnot. But we do know sometimes um, Charles does go a little overboard because I know he said something else in, in the hook and whatnot. I can't really remember it right now, but I thought the song was okay. But I get it though. Like I said, just depending on how you hear the track, it's like, ah, it might not have hit me the same way.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. Like that blood, like blood on Sephora and it makes of back to back, like boom, H- heavy hitters to me. It's like the opposite of, of winter rush where I was like, winter rush kind of started off slow and then like hit that peak. I feel like this one hit its peak early. And then it's like, it kind of, like a wavelength. Like it kind of goes up and down, up and down throughout for the rest of the tape. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I would say those ones. I do want to kind of go back to Winter Rush really quick before we give our ratings. Okay. There's a track on here, uh, Super Fast Yellowfish Part 2, which I, oh, and it's crazy. Charles just talked about the first one, like the, it's it's in reference to somebody else. Somebody else has this song, and I'm trying to figure out who it is.
1: The, the oh, my God. Like who, who created the first one? Yes. I can't tell you who created the first one, but I remember the first one. I, I remember hearing the actual um, Super Fast Jellyfish 1, and that was, I'll say, that was definitely like a banger for a lot of people at the time, especially in the OG Facebook group. Everyone yeah. thought about that song.
0: That's a good song. Uh, Super Fast Jellyfish is actually, which is crazy, uh, it's a song by the gorillas. and it also features De La Soul. Oh, Really? Yes, yeah, nice. I, I remember on the live he had mentioned it. he was talking to somebody and he had mentioned it. Oh, they had, were having a conversation about it. Either way, I think that song is—is is that the song about uh, his family or is that the wrong one? Because there's a song, there's a song on the first one where he's talking about being. There are people like like enemies, but like it's part of his family or whatever and he doesn't want like he talked about how his uncle wanted to end him but he didn't know th- th- he wanted to be the end of him but like he really didn't want to some of our closest enemies are people who are in within our family or within our friend group or whatever wow. um and you know uh he mentioned something about being his own cousin and i know for people for long-time listeners um the one cousin that he's always brought up is ryan i believe yeah and a lot he's of songs i wonder up. if that's was kind of in reference to him in this situation. But uh, have you ever been in a situation where, you know, some of your biggest enemies have been, like, both family members? Yeah.
1: Um, I'll make it real quick. I'd probably say... Yeah, I'd probably say, you know, I've had, I've had, especially within the last few years, a little bit of turmoil with uh, one of my brothers, you know, with him... And me just living different lives with him. You know, he was married and whatnot, me not being married. And then him wanting to, I guess, like try to dictate other people's lives. Like, Oh, you need to be doing this and that. And it's like mm-hmm. you you tell people not to worry about your own life, but then you worry about what other people are doing in their life and whatnot, mm-hmm. whatever. And one of the things I was working on for the last couple of years of my life was just being happy and being, you know, being satisfied with what I got going on. And I felt like for a while, I definitely uh, obtained that, you know. But with my brother, I think with him, he had other stuff going on personally in his life where he wasn't happy, and maybe he would lash out at other people. Mm-hmm. And one of things where I'm like, oh, I don't look at you as an enemy, but sometimes I would feel like, yo, oh, like does does he have an issue with me? Because like mm-hmm. I mind my business, I stay out the way, you know what I mean? And then like he's always angry about something. My brother would you, like for last um, last year or two, like he was always angry about something. And it wouldn't just be me. It could He could lash out my brother, my other brother, my dad. And I'm like, dude, like, it, there's just something going on. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I still love him. Still still care about him. I'm never want to just be like, ah, yeah, forget you too. You know what I mean? Especially how things ended, you know? But uh, I definitely felt like that within the last, like, year or two. Where I'm like, bro, like, you, obviously you're my brother, but you don't feel like my brother the way you're acting sometimes. Because some days he's cool, some days he's not. Um, with certain friends i think it's also about getting older and maybe certain people i don't want to say they didn't reach their potential but things just not turn out the, the, the ways that the way they want it to mm-hmm. and trust me i've had my own moments like that but it's like okay well i want more or i need more so i'm going to go out and get it i'm not going to blame anybody else like we're we're all adults now we're grown adults now to the point where it's like look i gotta you know yeah, I start grinding more. I gotta start, you know, paying attention more, and I gotta make less mistakes. You know, if if I don't got it, then I don't got it. But I'm not gonna lash out at you. Like I'm not gonna take it out on anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know. So, but I definitely um felt like that. Like, had some some instances. Uh, what about you?
0: Yeah. Um, I think you learn as you get older that. I think what happens as we're growing up, we're like, oh, respect your family, respect your other They, You know, you only get one family, da 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 And that's cool. And I understand that portion of it. Um But I also know that you should also have your own type of, like, boundaries and your own type of... You gotta... There's a cutoff point. Like, you know, respect is a thing that's for both people, right? So, right. there are often times where family members overstep boundaries or overstep lines and excuse me, don't, um, don't respect you in the way that you do them. And so that does definitely create a divide and whether that's, you know, just because they're unhappy or they actually legitimately dislike you doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, you don't have to not love them anymore, but like the distance can definitely be a thing and you kind of want to, you know, or sometimes you just want to address it. Right. So, I, yeah, I think, I think, I think that whole keep your friends closer, your enemies closer is like a real thing. I know, I know a lot of people use that for different type of situations, but some of the your biggest haters are people that you know and you talk to every day. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of, I, I I hope it's super fast. Now I got to figure out if that's the song because now I'm mad about it. Um, but in that song, you know, that's what I got. It's like, you know, Family, you don't want to be enemies with your family. You don't want to be enemies with your friends. But sometimes it's just an an inevitable fact that's going to happen. You know.
1: Yeah, I think I think what happens with that is because, and we 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 all fall victim to it because we talk about social media, right? Because we all post what we post on social media. So many people they're like, oh, well, this person, they're living the good life. They're living this and that. It's like, that's only because I'm showing you the good parts of my life. I have my mm-hmm. negative points, but do you really want to see that? Like, that, that's kind of depressing. Like, who wants to, you know, see my, my faults and my falls, my fails, and then you're going to have someone say, I want to see that. It's like, that that's not good. Why, why would you want to see that? Like, yeah. I could tell you about, you know, my issues and whatnot, but I think the most important thing is not when I fall down, it's when I come back from it. I think, mm-hmm. if anything, that's more inspiring. There's not people like that. There's certain people... They don't want to get better. They don't want to get better. They don't want to improve. They just want to see everyone go down the same path they're going down. And maybe mm-hmm. further. So that I think that's the biggest issue there. And like you said, some some of these people, you have to cut them off because they're they're a cancer. And other people you have to you can't cut them off, but you have to love them from a distance.
0: Yeah. Well, man, we listened to Winter Rush and Winter Rush 2. Um, here in the great old 2024. Um now we want to know what you got, man. What are you rating these two tapes and any, you know, any pros, cons, or anything you want to do as far as your review? The floor is yours, man.
1: All right. So for Winter
0: Rush 1,
1: uh, a great re-listen. I couldn't really remember what I heard from it before, but now, like, some songs kind of came back. So I'm like, okay, I kind of remember listening to this a little bit. So a good refresher, especially with – um uh uh what was the first song what was the song we talked about uh paranoid schizophrenia sorry mm-hmm. um you know so once i heard that i'm like oh so that's the song i heard from this that that you know was the big song everyone talked about
0: mm-hmm.
1: um for me i'll say for the first tape i'll give it um one of the ratings you came up with i believe is the uh tails rating mm-hmm. where you know there's certain songs where you know you'll listen to it and you're like oh man this is you know some sleeper hits some 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 Undiscovered gems, you know, if, if you if you didn't know, so mm-hmm. especially us listening back to it, I'm like, yeah, you know, really good tape, you know, undiscovered gems or you know, re-listen gems and whatnot that you refined. so really nice. Um, my first time listening to Winter Rush too, mm-hmm. never heard it before. I would say I'm gonna give it the same rating because there's certain songs on there that I do like that mm-hmm. like I never would have discovered if we didn't do this, you know, podcast. I probably would have never checked it out so on both tapes really really nice tapes they got some uh some gems on there that you know if you didn't check them out you need to
0: uh tails rating for both okay nice um winter rush is i know I, I did a i did a top project list at one point i forgot what year i did it but um I would say this is probably one of my favorite tapes that I've discovered so far doing this podcast. Um I'm surprised. I'm shocked at how much I really this, like this because again, I didn't know where to set the expectations to. Um, but I legitimately like every song here. There's not a bad song or a song that I'm like, oh, I'm not listening to this ever again, type of situation. Um Yeah, this is this is a this is a solid sonic bass for me. Like this is a solid bass sonic tape for me. Uh, I like everything. There's some really good songs are here. Not a Surf, Paranoid, Schizophrenia, and, you know, Wyatt and Mattel, just uh, really good songs added to my playlist because I just really like those. Um, a lot of good hooks on here. So, yeah, Bassonic for that. Uh, Winter Rush 2. Uh, that one I'm going to go with the Tails rating because I do think that, you know, while it may not be be to the level of the first winter rush there is some songs on here that are sneaky good if you add if you've never listened to this tape or you've never heard of this tape there's some stuff here in the background where you're like oh wow this is really good especially if you if you're a fan of this era or you're just a fan of Charles in particular there's stuff on here for you that you know is really good and I think that you should definitely give it a listen because I think you'll you'll find yourself being surprised at some of the songs you like for sure.
1: Definitely, I agree with that. That's nice. That's nice right there, man.
0: Uh, but what do you guys think, man? Winter rush and Winter Rush Two. Um, I want winter to go away, but I want you to listen <laughs> to Winter Rush, both Winter Rushes, and let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, be sure to follow us on YouTube. Well, actually, subscribe to YouTube. We keep growing. Pause. Um subscribers man we're killing it actually without like very organically too we're not like you know we're not like fishing for like i mean we ask after every episode but we're not on like the time i ask and we still get plenty of of subscribers man so if you have subscribed be sure to subscribe to star chaser central uh you can also follow us on tiktok star chaser central and on x at star ch central you can also follow, follow us on our individual pages i'm on instagram and x at Stick around 54. That's S-T-I-K around 54. Mike, where can they find you, buddy? Instagram,
1: D. Mike Jackson. T-H-E Mike Jackson. Twitter, Twitter, mm-hmm. Mike D Jackson, Mike D-E-E Jackson, one D, two
0: E's. Uh, again, let us know what you want us to review next. I've seen a lot of different um, suggestions, man. A lot of different suggestions. Some where I was like, this is kind of surprising and somewhere I'm like, we're, it's coming. We actually recorded that episode, and it's it's in the pipeline. Um, but yeah, let us know what you want us to review. Uh, February is next month. I'm going to let you know right now that we are going to create a romantic Charles, Charles Hamilton playlist. Just like we did the Charles Hamilton Essentials. We're going to do that for you guys. Um, so if you have any suggestions, please put them out, put them out there. I'm sure we'll I'm sure some of your suggestions will also be some of our suggestions, but just throw them out there just in case we need some little help. Um, but yeah, uh, I've got nothing else, I don't think. You got anything? What What do you want to say to the people before we head out, man?
1: Well, since you brought up uh, Valentine's Day, February and whatnot, love's going to be in the air, so make sure y'all love each other, care about each other, and if you believe in Single Awareness Day, uh, fuck bitches, get money. What the fuck is Single Awareness Day? apparently that's what i don't do it i mean i'm single but that's what people apparently do when they like feel bad about being single it's like oh guess what it's our little holiday like stop being weird stop being weird just like you're single on valentine's day it's the equivalent of you know um new year's eve and people like oh i guess i'm not getting a kiss on new year's eve or christmas where it's like oh i'm under the mistletoe and no one wants to kiss me oh it's it's been it's been 27 years and i haven't gotten a kiss shut up shut up that's what it is people being weird that's what it is.
0: People are losers, man.
1: <laughs> God, that is loser.
0: Uh, um, like real quick,
1: Single awareness day. Yeah, real quick. Real real quick. Yeah. Real quick say, uh, you know, because here full discrepancy, right? Um, for let's say like um New Year's, I've never gotten a kiss on New Year's, like New Year's Eve where the ball drops and whatnot, whatever. Never gotten one. I've gotten kisses plenty of times. Any other time, but like for you to be like. Never gotten it at this specific time. It's like, so what? Now if you've never gotten a kiss before ever, okay, you I mean you need you need some help with that. But we're talking about at a specific time, specific yeah, who cares? Who cares? Or I I've been in relationships around a lot of times. Usually February doesn't happen, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean oh, everything else doesn't matter. Like, bro, like or, or sis. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Relax.
0: Well, you know never mind this holiday isn't for this holiday isn't for us uh but you you go you go to a girl house without a valentine day gift i will let you know right now that's the end of you relationship immediately but that's for another day uh we're logging out of the star Chase essential man where we always encourage you to follow your dreams and reach for the stars single awareness day huh
1: jesus yes sir <laughs>